Hey everybody, and welcome to Unruling Teaching. My name is Gail. Today is May the 22nd, I believe, and we are in the middle of a beautiful long weekend. I'll take it, please, and thank you. And we have, what, probably about six weeks of school left, which means we are all in, or most of us, no, I think we're all in it, um, pre-planning for next year, which of course includes, and this is my topic for the day, school supplies. Now, from what I remember of junior high and high school, um, it's been a few years, but I don't think it's changed that much. Paper, pencils, binders, dividers, a lock or two, if you have a gym lock or whatever, um, maybe they have whiteout, we used to have reinforcements, I should really look for some actually. Uh, reinforcements etc and the list is fairly you know standard those are what that's what you're gonna need when it comes to elementary though I think it's uh, it's a whole different ballgame I really do um, I think it depends on there's so many things that go into a school list uh, context like where your school is what part of the city who your clientele is um, etc but there's just a few things, and I just think, I'm thinking so specifically after COVID, and this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I, I do not care. It is my opinion, and that is fine. Um, I'm thinking especially after COVID, when some parents might not have, maybe they haven't worked as much, maybe they're a slight tight on the budget, etc. I don't know. I always tend to think of that as opposed to thinking, oh, you know, this is an easy list for them. And again, it depends on your school context. But I am thinking, I'm thinking an average school, whatever. And we look at the supply list. And of course, we're going to want some, every grade wants some grade specific things. General things with journals, etc. Um, pencils, obviously, erasers, glue, etc, etc, etc. But then, this is one thing, I'm going to be so honest here. <laughs> That I, I still don't understand and I get it but I don't because I've never done this when the fact when we have let's say six duotangs each a separate color now here's what I'm gonna say I'm gonna preface it with this I do get that many of us like color coding it makes it easier to find things so if a student loses their social duotang boom there it is you can see it's yellow you have it right away uh so we have all things lined up maybe some people like just the simple aesthetics of it but here is where i i'm sorry okay actually i'm not sorry i i i don't know here's what i'm gonna say when i have a student i've, I've said i've never been a big person into color scheming um whatever they come with they come with I know some teachers will go out and they'll buy a bunch of one color, they'll they'll, they'll swap, etc. To make sure that all their students have the same color. Here's what I, this is in me in my classroom. And I don't ever ask for, separate, you know, different colors. If they have them, great. And here's why. I know when I was a younger, I had two sisters. We had to buy a lot of school supplies. And my mom could not always afford to go look and find one purple duotang. Because that teacher wanted the one duotang that color. Oh, well, we got what we got. 
I really just think that when we have, for me, systems like that in place, if a student comes and they don't have that duotang and they can't get it, what does that say about, does that say that their, that their supplies aren't good enough? That they're not good enough? Like, I honestly do, again, this is so, this, I don't understand what the big deal is with just taking whatever duotang they have and using it and using what they have that they brought maybe i don't know i know i've had teacher friends said they'll go and they'll buy an extra 10 yellow or extra five purple but then don't complain when that student doesn't have these specific colors they have what they have and in essence that's what it's going to be every year right we get what we get and we if we make these lists too long and too convoluted parents maybe some parents can't do it and I always tend to think of okay what can most parents do is this item really important um do we have any of this at school who cares if we have available at school let's use those first and you know what if the parents don't have to buy it that's better for them because i've had years where i've had these supplies on my list either i didn't make the list or whatever i didn't even touch one of the supplies because it wasn't in my repertoire of things to do so i'm talking about things like do a tang sorry i got distracted <laughs> surprise i'm a teacher um i don't know if you have a label and i just said again i totally get why a lot of teachers like it like the colored systems for duotangs a hundred percent i but i i just don't know if in the world we are living in if that's <clears throat> should even become an issue if they come with six black duotangs maybe they have them left over whatever if you have a black duotang with a label whatever I just don't know if it makes them feel good and if you're okay give me your black one here's a yellow it can go both ways maybe they'll feel like great i have one like everybody else or oh that's what my mom got like i couldn't do any better i think it all depends on the student how they perceive things but i just don't know honestly what 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 it does take take their supplies use what they have and move on um personally i don't even use duotangs it's very very rare I remember the days in, I don't know, probably early element, early, was it one of my early, early years in teaching, I had all these duotangs and labels, and let me tell you, having to get seven-year-olds and six-year-olds to open the tabs and put the, oh my, what the heck, it was a gong show. Then I didn't do duotangs. Then I went to booklets, and I'm like, booklets are okay. They can still go in a duotang, but they go in once. But that where I actually didn't put them at all. I put them in a big bin. Then with the with the big bin, then they would lose them all the time or shove them in the desk somewhere or whatever. I mean kids are always gonna lose things. But booklets did not make my life easier. All the passing out and handing back and let me tell you and that caused more problems. Who's gonna pass out? I can, I can, even though I had a system. Uh, number two. So anyhow, not number two. I think it's just general. So now I use a binder. And I cannot tell you how easy it is to use a binder. 
we I mean it's my first year using them to be fair my students first year using them but we just go along we, we learn as we go along where are we gonna file things how are we gonna file things it is so e so much easier to take a little simple I don't know a page math unit out and we send it home as opposed to having this big thick booklet that they look and think oh my gosh a page after page after page after page for me mm -mm, I will never go back to do a tangs or booklets very rarely almost ever again the occasional one for like health not even for health actually music whatever fine so when we're, when we're talking about the supply list especially think like things like that like are we thinking of our clientele are we thinking of our uh, neighborhood in some areas you're not going to get half of what's on the list so don't put it put like the very basics that the kids need and live with live without the rest like just keep it simple do you know what I mean and under I guess I just it's really silly but that colored do a tang thing I do I can't do it I just think whatever they have with have come with use it be happy I don't care if I said social is yellow and you don't have yellow pick one get on with life because then how do they you know we're not here to be carbon copies whatever get it that to me says like self-sufficiency you don't have yellow pick orange whatever make it work and think of something I don't if you only have black left use it life goes on here's reality that's not gonna matter in 10 years and like I said I don't even use duotanks anymore I think they're hard to use um, they're not efficient we spend I mean it depends on the grade and I'll put some things in I'll to be fair okay I will when I do have duotanks I'll put things like vocab words or spelling whatever but on a regular basis uh-uh like my binder does everything for me so as you go through your you know school list this year like look at it does it make sense and it and it, and it is uh, it is challenging unless you have two four six people trying to make one list you're not all going to be satisfied you know but are there things that you can take off are there things that only one teacher wants that the rest of you aren't going to use? Because there's nothing worse than you buying your kid all these supplies and they literally don't use some of them once. Like, why did I buy it? That's exactly it. And always go back to that. Why did I buy it? And think about how you're using your supplies. Is there a different way? Not better, different. Like, when I figured out how well the binders worked, it has literally changed my teaching. We keep one binder in the desk. That is it. They don't have, we don't have to pass anything out. Nothing. Well, I pass the paper to put in the binder and I'll kind of wash and I'll say, okay, now this is gonna go after this page because they're still learning that things go after, at the end. We have our dividers, we have our sections and we're good to go. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts on these school supply things. <clears throat> Let me know your thoughts on these color duotangs. I'm so curious to see what y'all are going to say. Email me.
I'm really teaching at gmail.com. Like and share the podcast. I am, again, totally curious as to, like, does your school or district have, like, a set list? Um, Or is there, like, let's say if you're in a a K-6, do all the grade 4s have one? All the grade 5s have one? Or if you have language programs like Spanish or Ukrainian or, or Chinese or whatever, French, obviously, other separate lists. How do you guys do it? You know, I just I just remember going to school. My got whatever my mom could send me, she sent. And if I didn't have the uh, Laurier, whatever Laurentian, I think they were called, pencil crayons, too bad. I had pencil crayons. They didn't work as well as Laurentian, but I had them. I think that's I'm gonna have to finish off with that. That's the other thing. Is that how many brand names are we asking for? I mean, here's the the caveat to that. If your school has a program where you can buy all the supplies, like, you know, like on a form, it goes to, like, um, whatever company, and they do it all, perfect. But if you're like my mom, we went to, like, Zellers and Superstore and Walmart and wherever, just to, to find one specific pen sharpener brand was not worth it. We got a pencil sharpener. So I don't know if asking, unless it's like super specific, if asking for a specific type is any good. Again, that puts some parents at a loss. Because like, okay, but your teacher said we have to have this. If that box is $2 more or $3 more, whatever, than another one, just take whatever they give you. Just take whatever they, who cares? Don't be, we can't be, teaching isn't the same, kids aren't the same. The world isn't the same, and we have to adjust. We can't be brand snobs. I mean, some brands work better. Buy a few extra then and put it in your classroom. You know, if you want a specific brand of, pe- of pencil crayon, uh, make sure that, like, go check on the websites. Is it reasonable? Is it a decent ask? Where can we get them for an, a, a great price that makes it available to all the parents? You know what I mean? Anyways, email me. I'm willingfishing at gmail.com. Like and share the podcast. That would mean the world to me. Send me your comments. I am literally so curious about this one. I'm going to wrap that up. As I'm going to... It's playoff time. I want to catch the uh, hockey game. And you guys have a wonderful Sunday evening. I will catch you on the next episode. Bye.